You found us through fly fishing. You'll stay for our passion and the community. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Podcast. Yeah, but he doesn't get it. How come fly fishermen don't get it? You only haul with the short power snap. Look for where people walk and the insides of bends and hunt those. The roof blew off and the interior walls got sucked out. And the trees are just coming up. And I mean, he's clearly not going to clear the trees. It is not a fly fishing story. It's a story about me trying to understand my brother through fly fishing. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show, where you discover tips, tricks, and tools from the leading names in fly fishing today. Before we get started, let's hear from our sponsor. Angler's Coffee roasts a full range of coffee with one goal in mind, delivering excellent coffee to every single angler. With a blend for every taste, a dry dropper on the go tea bag option, and a roast sampler, you know Joe at Angler's has you covered. You can head over to wetflyswing.com anglers right now to support a sustainable company with unsurpassed taste. That's Angler's, A-N-G-L-E-R-S. Bear Vault has the perfect solution to keep your provisions secure while heading into the backcountry this season. Bear Vault builds a rugged polycarbonate locking canister that keeps bears and other wild animals away from your food. Proper food storage is one key to an epic trip in the backcountry. Please head over to wetflyswing.com slash bear vault to check out this must-have solution for the outdoors now. You support this podcast and your safety this season by clicking through that link right now. We've been waiting for you. Follow our guests, follow us on Instagram, and share this episode and the love if you enjoy this podcast. And we are live in three, two, one. How are you guys doing today? Great. All right. Great. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, thanks for coming on here. We've, uh, you know, you guys have a podcast that's been going on for quite a while, I think since 2013. I always love talking to other podcasters, especially in the outdoor space. And so we're going to dig into everything you have going with, you know, Happy Camper Radio. And I know you guys have, you know, lives on the other side of, you know, Happy Camper. But let's first talk about the, the podcast. Why? And Skip, I know you were, I think, there at the very beginning. Where did this idea come to be? Why Happy Camper Radio? And why are you still going after 10 years? Because I know the work there is huge. Well, let's start by going way back when I was much younger. Um, I'm going to go back to, I think I was about 23 years old at that time. I actually built a small market FM radio station in Northwestern Pennsylvania. Hmm. Um, I had a financial partner. Uh, we built this thing with uh, surplus equipment, but I, uh, I had radio in my blood for a number of years. I uh, ran that radio station for about three years, and it didn't really turn out to be a moneymaker for me. Uh, most of our signal went out into the forest. We were entertaining the animals in the woods more than hmm. we were people. <laughs> you know, I came here back to Atlanta. I was here back in 1979 and 1980, but I decided I was going to come on back here. I went into law enforcement for a number of years and uh, left that, went into television news for a little bit, but I have always had radio in my blood. And uh, of course, you know, when I saw the uh, what podcasting was all about, I said, wow, I got to jump on that bandwagon. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I went ahead and I, I started out early with it. And uh, I knew that if you're going to be a podcaster, you had to have something to talk about. And they always say, talk about something that you hold dear to your heart. 
and camping was one of those things. And here we are 10 years later. Uh, we just got a wonderful award from one of our uh, callers that uh, had been on the show a number of times. But, you know, I'm thinking, wow, where did 10 years go? But it shows, it shows one thing when you're talking about something that you really enjoy and really love, like Daniel and I do. Here we are 10 years later, and we're still going strong with it. Yeah. There's always something to talk about in the world of camping. Yeah, you're right. No, this is awesome. And I want to dig into that, what you guys talk about on your episodes. But, uh, but Daniel, why don't you give us a little snippet? How did you come into the Happy Camper? How did this come to be? Um, so uh, me and Skip were neighbors. I mean, he has another house, which I live next to now. And um, basically, I would be talking about, you know, we would just be talking because, like, we were like family almost. I mean, I would go over to his house all, all the time. I, I call his uh, house the toolbox because I never had any tools. He always be, he'd be helping me and stuff. And like, we were just super close neighbors and I would mention podcasts, you know, to him all the time. Oh, you should do this. You, you like this stuff. You should do it. He's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. And then, you know, one day it just clicked and he just went all out. And I was like, skip, you're supposed to start with a laptop and like a little simple, you know, um, microphone. He's like, Nope, I'm going full out. <laughs> and so, you know, he did that. And, you know, he had this desk in the corner of his, uh, bedroom, which had the worst acoustics in the world. And, you know, we started doing shows and like, it was very echoey and I had all these ideas. And so like one day I came over, uh, with a quilt <laughs> and I put it over my head <laughs> So that's like a running joke that's been going on for years. And I would talk under the quilt. And then eventually he set up his studio into another bedroom and it had carpet. And we've got, you know, soundproof and, you know, the whole nine yards and everything. And, you know, we just started from there and just week to week, we would just go in. And, you know, at first, uh, Skip wanted to be, like he said before, he was a radio guy and he likes to do things, you know, in an order and I was kind of the go with the flow kind of, you know, whatever comes to mind kind of guy. And, you know, it was kind of a struggle at first, but he kind of gave in after a while. And now we just pretty much kick it around and there's always something to talk about. And, you know, it's just so smooth now. I mean, in the beginning, it was kind of weird, but like we got a rhythm and, you know, it's just been great since then. Yeah, that's the cool thing about it. Yeah. You always say, you know, you start out, don't listen to your first episodes because for everybody, they're going to suck. But as you go, yeah. as you keep working the muscle, that's the great thing about podcasting is that it gave everybody a chance. You don't have to be just, you know, a, a television or some famous person to have a show. Like literally everybody on the planet can have a show now. And and, yeah. and if you love your your thing enough, then you're going to build an audience around it, which sounds like you guys have done. Um, how, yeah, you know, we, yeah. we just did our 10th anniversary episode uh, about a month ago. And what we did is we reached back into the files and we pulled out some classic clips that we had. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we sound a little bit different today than we did back yeah. then. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just really nice to take that one episode and just totally relive some of the past and what we did. Right. Yeah. And another thing is like, um, it has changed my life really, because like, you know, we've, we started doing shows and we're like, Skip was all about camping, camping. And I was like, well, let's get into different stuff. Let's like, I didn't know that much about fishing, but I always thought about, well, what if we did fishing? I was like, well, you know, I like to hike. I like to hike. I like to look at the stars. Let's think about like 
maybe uh, talking about hiking, maybe we could find people to get on that are hikers. And so I was listening to this other podcast and um, they had little advertisements, but the way they did it was like you would pay like $10 to hawk your Kickstarter or your GoFundMe or something like that. Maybe you were writing a book or whatever. And so I was listening to uh, another podcast I listened to a lot and there was an advertisement for um, this guy that was hiking the Appalachian Trail and, um, you know, he was trying to get money on Kickstarter to get his book up and running. And, you know, I, so I, I, uh, joined his Kickstarter and I was like, Oh, maybe we should get him on. So we ended up getting him on. And the whole time he was hiking up the uh, Appalachian trail, he would call in to our 1-800 number and give us little updates after a while. And like, so that happened. He finished his hike. He came back, he came down here to Atlanta to visit us. He did a show with me and Skip. And so anyway, we're best friends with him. And he did his book in Skip's studios. Oh, wow. And so like, and now he's my best friend and it's all because of the show. So it's just crazy like that. It's amazing. I think that's the, that's what's really cool about the podcast is that, you know, if you want to try to monetize it and you could look at examples like Joe Rogan, who sold his podcast for like a hundred million or 200 million, right? The rights for, I think literally for a couple of years. So, I mean, he's, yeah. he's at the top and there's lots of people doing that, but you don't have to monetize it. I mean, part of the podcasting that makes it great is it's like you guys just said, you just enjoy it so much, you know, you enjoy camping, telling stories and, and talking to people. I mean, which is what I, I love too. Um, and so how do you guys do that? Because I think that's one of the challenges some people have and, you know, we have is choosing topics, you know, how are you guys choosing them? Like guests, all that thing. What does that look like as you look ahead, say the next six months? Well, I'll say this, uh, over the past two months, I have been getting emails left and right from people wanting to be on the show. And every one of them have had interesting topics of discussion. Mm hmm. And it's always a blessing to have uh, new new uh, guests on the show. In fact, uh, a couple hours from now, we have another call-in guest that's going to be uh, uh, calling in to record. I think it's going to be episode 266 at that time, Daniel. Yeah. We just did 265. Yeah, we've right. got like a back. I mean, we've never had a, like in the beginning, we would go like, I mean, we weren't like a week-to-week thing. We would, you know, we tried the week-to-week thing, but like, you know, life gets in the way or whatever. And we do, you know, episode here and there. but like. Like in the last year or so, I mean, we've got like three or four uh, uh, episodes banked right now. And we're doing like one today. We've been doing one to two, like every single Sunday for the past few weeks. And it's just, I don't know, it's just popped off. And it, it always seems like that. It's like, um, it's like musicians. They'll have like their first three albums. They'll be out on the road. They've been touring. They've been doing this. And then something hooks. And then like, oh my God, y'all are awesome. I loved your first album. And they're like, that was our seventh album. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. So it's just crazy like that. But, you know, even though uh, we were blessed to have the callers that we do right now, um, even when it slows down, Daniel and I will always come up with something to talk about. I've got a couple of things in my memory bank right now that uh, when that time comes, yeah, we'll just get behind the microphone and we'll go ahead and talk about it. And it'll open up some discussion. Yeah, I'm always thinking about it with our show, too, because I go into it. We usually have a guest, and so that makes it easier because we can dig into their specific, their specialty. But I'm also thinking of trying to keep it a little bit of an arc of the show, you know, and I was thinking about this one today 
one of those things, you know, might be, I know you guys have looked at a lot of gear, you know, camping gear, you know, or even RVs. I was thinking, well, I'd love to hear, you know, some of the top camping gear because it sounds like you guys are into that. Is that something, are you more into the RVing or are you more into the, the camping gear, like tent camping, or do you just kind of do everything? That, Daniel that is, and I are sitting here smiling, so looking funny. at each other a while you because you just <laughs> you opened up you opened up a can of worms here. Today. This is perfect. <laughs> this is hilarious. Now let me start off by saying uh, what's going to be a real surprise. And Daniel and I normally don't share this uh, with our listeners, but we're talking camping. Him and I are together in the studio every week right now, practically. I mean, like I said, you know, life does get in the way sometimes, and we have to uh, you know take a break here and there for this and that. But over the past 10 years, I can only think of a couple times, Daniel, when we actually went on a camping trip together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's like maybe two or three times. You, you yeah. would think because Daniel and I are, are into camping so much that we're out here at a campground, you know, him and his wife and myself. And I'd Martin. love to be. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and that's not the case. See, and I wouldn't think that from my perspective, you know, not knowing all the details, you know, I know where you guys are from and stuff, but I would think, you know, one person could be in, you know, uh, Georgia, the other person could be in Canada, you know, you could be just doing a podcast remotely, you're talking in and one, and that actually is interesting. We did an episode uh, one day from, uh, I was down in uh, Disney World at uh, Fort Wilderness and we did a little call-in show and I did a little, you know, roundup of, you know, what was going on. But I thought what Skip was going to say was, so when we started the podcast, Skip was a tent guy. He was, I'm primitive. I do this. I bring everything yeah. <laughs> but the kitchen sink. And I was pop-up guy. Oh, wow. Because I love pop-ups. I grew up with pop-ups. I have a pop-up. That's pretty much the most of the time. That's the way I camp. But now recently, um, so last year, a very faithful uh, camping trip we both took. Um, we went down to the state park. It's called FDR State Park because... Um, they have the little white house down there and that's where uh, FDR would get his uh, polio treatments back oh, in the wow. day. And it's still there if people want to uh, see it. It's actually where he died. But um, anyway, so we went down there and that's like my favorite place to camp. I've, we had my mom on the other uh, day and literally I've been going there since before I was born because there's a picture of my mom pregnant with me and she's at a campsite at by the lake. So anyway, so we'd go down there and Skip has this uh, this magical power of having the rain follow him everywhere he goes. I keep telling him to go out west because they're hurting out there. Right. But anyway, <laughs> so um, we went down there. He got there earlier. He set up in the rain and it was terrible and he was just having the worst time. And so we were heading down later and it led up just a little bit and we were we were hustling. We got the pop up you know, backed in, pulled up, bah, 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 like, you know, everything. And then you know, ran in, but Skip had like the worst day in the world and we didn't know anything about it. So, you know, we were sleeping in our pop-up the other day. I was like, oh, I can't wait to see Skip. Oh man, we're going to have breakfast with Skip. And we go over to his uh, campsite because he's in the primitive area. We're in the trailer area and he is mad. He is just like, this is, I'm done. I'm done. This is the worst. This is the worst. I'm done camping. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> he's done tent camping. Yeah, tent camping. Tell us how that was, Skip. <laughs> well, Daniel, actually what happened is uh, I got there earlier in the day, like around two o'clock and, and it wasn't raining at that okay. time. The okay. temperatures, sure. it was hot. Uh, okay. It, That's was, what it was, it was pushing at least a okay. hundred degrees. 
And I mean, even though I bring a lot of stuff, it took me about three hours to actually set up camp because I had to keep coming back inside the truck to cool off. And mm-hmm. Sadie, my Labrador retriever, I kept her in the truck the whole time. And I'm saying, wow, can we at least get, you know, some relief with this heat? And that was the wrong thing to ask for because later on that night, I mean, the thunderstorms rolled in and Dave, this was the icing on the cake right here because practically every piece of gear that I brought got ruined. Oh, wow. Did your tent get flooded? Oh, the, the tent got flooded. Oh. My sleeping bag got flooded. There was no sleeping in the tent that night. And uh, the next morning, yeah, Daniel, he's real anxious to, uh, to see me coming on over for breakfast. And I'm already packing up and getting ready yeah, to leave. Cause, cause never, wow. Never, like, like I said before, we'd never camped before. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. Because like Skip in the studio is one thing. But Skip at the campground, I don't know. It's like a kid in a candy store. He is so happy. And he is just like in his element. But like I was so bummed to see. So anyway. So he packs up and goes home and everything. And we stay there and, you know, we do our thing and, you know, and that's that. And then I think a couple weeks later, something happened. It wasn't a couple weeks, Dad. It was about five days later. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, so this guy, like, you know, he is very meticulous. He plans stuff. He's going to, okay, I'm going to do this, but it's going to be six months. Like he has, he's always had a five-year plan, but this guy... Go on, Skip. <laughs> All right. About five days later, um, of course, I'm still reeling the tent over is that. Still camping drying trip. out, I think. <laughs> well, every, everything the, the the tent was already in the dumpster. Oh at that boy! Point. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Totally ruined. Okay, and uh, I mean, my, I was still upset about it at that point. But like I told Daniel uh, when he got back, I says, "That's it. I am done. I'm finished with the primitive camping. I'm not going to do it anymore." And uh, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, "What?" Well, anyway, we the show? <laughs> about five days later, I get Daniel on the phone. I said, Daniel, are you home today? He goes, yeah, yeah. I said, well, come on outside. Well, Daniel's already outside. I told him, I said, I've got something I want to show you. And he's looking over at my other house. I said, Skip, where are you at? I don't see you. He's looking over the fence. And yeah, I said, Daniel. knocking at the door and stuff. <laughs> All right. And I'm pulling up the road right in front of his house. All right. With my Ford F-150. And I got my brand new Transcend Explorer. 200 MK RV. Oh, wow. Attached to my truck. Daniel went nuts. He it just was totally amazing. freaked out. Yeah. You know, when I said I was done, I, I meant it. That was it. I was finished with the primitive lifestyle of camping. Well, see what I thought, because he loved the primitive lifestyle. And I was always like, well, Skip, you could get one of those uh, hybrid things where it's like, it's a trailer and a pop-up and, you know, and you kind of same feel or whatever. But no, this guy went, the total different direction. It was, it was awesome. It was I love it. Like studio either. Yep. Go big or go home. Go home. Yeah. And it, <laughs> his, he's got a nice trailer. Like, so we did a, um, we did a, uh, an episode at a, uh, RV show a little while ago. And, you know, I went through a lot of trailers and everything. And like, you know, I didn't really know anything about, you know, his trailer, but, um, I went through a bunch of trailers and, you know, they're made to be light and everything. But when I go through, through uh, like the Grand Design area, they are the Cadillac of RVs. They are really well made, and I couldn't believe like the difference because RVs always seem kind of cheap, but they're supposed to be that way for the, for the weight and everything. But yeah, it is his is really nice. So for those that don't know, uh, on the camper, so the Transcend. So how many feet is this thing? Twenty three feet. 
they do make some larger transcends that I knew right off the bat before I even uh, went to the dealership that um, there's only a certain length and a certain weight of RV that I could tow with my truck. Yeah, you got the same thing as me. I do have an F-150, and you've got to be very conscientious about what you're going to tow. I mean, there's no way my truck could tow a fifth wheel. It's just impossible. I would have to have an F-250 or an F-350 for that matter. Let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Daddy Flies, established in 1928, is the oldest family-run fly shop in the world. And you know I'm all about the history and fly fishing, which is one reason I am super stoked to have Daddy on as a sponsor this year. Long before I made my first order with Deddy, I remember hearing stories about the quality and the history and always wanting to connect deeper with them. So that time has come now and I share the Deddy tradition with you. Located in Livingston Manor on the banks of Willow Weemock Creek, Deddy is your welcoming place on the creek or online. Their retail and online shop have a large selection of flies, materials, fly gear, outdoor lifestyle items, books and more. Deddy Fly's inventory consists solely of products that meet every angler's demand for highest quality and service. Of course, they offer fly fishing and casting lessons as well as guided trips. For more information, visit Deddy Flies at wetflyswing.com slash Deddy or give them a call 845-439-1166. That's wetflyswing.com slash Deddy, D-E-T-T-E. You support this podcast by clicking over through that link to Deddy. Okay, let's get back to the show. That was the thing for me is I'm kind of like you guys. I'm like the hybrid. I always love camping outdoors, but we did get a camper a few years back and it's been nice to have, although the camper life becomes this whole thing where you really, you know, you become in it, right? You got to take care of your camper and it takes twice as long to get everywhere. It seems like, right? It, it gas, you get, what, what do you get? Like eight miles a gallon or something like that? 10 miles a gallon when you're driving? Oh, I tell you, it's a gas guzzler. You know, when you're hooked up, it it, it guzzles the gas. We just got back, uh, the family and I did, from a trip to Mount Airy, North Carolina. It was our second trip up there. But I came up with my Transcend Explorer. My brother Dan came down with his uh, Coleman RV, which is about the same length of mine. His is a, a much lighter than mine. But, you know, here's the funny thing, that when Daniel and I went on that camping trip down to FDR State Park, and like I says, I got there before he did, as I am driving through the park looking for my campsite, I see a camper there who had a Transcend Explorer. And it just, I mean, I said, wow, I would just love to have one of those someday. <laughs> Not having any idea five days later. I, I remember you telling me about that too. Yeah. That's why I was so surprised when five days later, you just pull up with it. That's it. God, this is so good. So the, so there, and then, and then Daniel, you have the smaller, like the pop-up, which is something I've always been interested in too, because I think the nice thing about uh, the pop-up is that they're small that you can just toss them on. Are they, yeah. how does that compare? Do you still have the pop-up? Is that still your go-to? Oh RV? yeah. I love the pop-up. Yeah. What's the disadvantage of the pop-up? I mean, obviously you have to pop it up, but it seems like a really cool deal because it's kind of like a tent basically, right? It's like a tent on steroids. I mean, if you know what you're doing, you could Put it up as fast if not faster than a tent i mean they have pop-ups now where it has an automatic crank up and like but if you know what you're doing you you level it you put um we've talked about this a lot of times i don't know if you've ever heard of it it changed our life it's called what's it called i forgot dang it i'll tell you later but anyway um but it's a it's a leveler and it levels out the uh, camper and that's the thing that takes the longest to figure out and um 
So once you get level, you just pop it up, put it up, you know, put the things up. I mean, it takes maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And is this something where on yours you have, because there's a bunch of different pop-ups, you've got the, is this, you know, how does a pop-up typically have? Does it have like two beds on each side and then the kitchen in the middle? Is that yeah. Like, yeah. Well, they do have ones with one side, like they have ultra light ones that like you could tow with a car. And so this is crazy. Like I was a little kid and like I said, I've grown up with pop-ups my whole life. So my parents, when I was growing up, they had like a Starcraft pop-up. It didn't have an air conditioner or anything, but it had like two uh, queen-size beds or whatever. My mom pulled that with a uh, four-cylinder Honda Civic wagon. Oh, wow. <laughs> Amazing. I didn't know anything about towing weights or whatever. Oh, wow. And like four people, like the whole family in the car? Yeah. And she oh, would man. tell my dad to get out sometimes and uh, and push. I thought it was a joke, but like sometimes it was for real. Wow. That's really cool. Well, that's back in the day, you know, it's people that our parents were always tougher, right? It's always like that. They were way more badass than we are, but uh, yeah, good. All right. So we got the camper and we might go down that road a little bit because I'm interested in hearing about like our camper we have as a pole behind, but I'm, you know, interested in hearing about more types of campers, but at least let's go back in the topic. So we've got all these topics coming in. I mean, let's think about the person listening to your podcast. It sounds like you talk to them a lot. Do you know who this person is? Are they mostly from you know, kind of your neck of the woods, or they spread out throughout the country. Where are they coming from? They're all over the place. Yeah, I mean, a lot I'm, of West Coast, really. Like our number one fan, Rose, that gave us our little uh, appreciation award. She's from out in California. She was a ranger out there, and she's just a wealth of knowledge in herself. And then we uh, talked to another uh, lady up in Washington who has her own personalized campsite that you can, you know, it's just you or your family that can you know, be in the middle of the woods around nature and you have like, you know, it's a full hookup thing, but it's just you in nature. And, uh, you know, that was cool. And that was out in Washington. And I just love to hear about that part of the country and, you know, how different it is from over on the East side. Yeah. And there's a, there's a couple of folks over in England that uh, listen to our show as well. I mean, I've gotten some emails from them just not long ago, Daniel, we had, uh, the gentleman, the inventor of the car generator. Remember? Oh, him? Yeah. yeah. He's from up in Canada. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we're just blessed to have listeners and, just about yeah, everywhere. I was just thinking about that the other day because we had a little uh, outage in our neighborhood because there's this one power line that cut off the power because there's all this crap around it. And uh, there was only three houses that were out. Every other house, you know, was lit up. But if we would have had this car charger, the way it works is, you know, you have your car on, you hooked it up to the battery and like they have like a circuit breaker system that you can install in your house. And you can keep the lights and the air conditioning on in your house until, you know, oh, wow. the power comes back on. And yeah. It, or you run out amazing. of gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have your car, but that was awesome. I, I would love to get one of those one day. It's just cool, like stuff like that. Just, you know, and we get a lot of people with, uh, with apps that talk about, you know, different strategies. Yeah. Like where to camp and stuff like that. Yep. And what's available and stuff. And, it's just it's really cool. I mean, we're learning uh, along with, you know, the people that listen to us. We're kind of just, you know, along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Well, if somebody is listening now, we have a lot of people listening that, you know, everybody has a common thing. They're into fly fishing, but it's just all outdoors, right? Like you're saying, camping, hiking, you know, cross country skiing, whatever it is, you know. But if we're talking gear, do you, are you guys kind of geared nuts? Do you know all the gear? Like as far as, it sounds like you're in the camper, so you probably don't need as much gear now. But do you do episodes on like, here's the newest, uh, whatever, tent, all that stuff? 
in the early stages of this podcast, we did. Uh, we did one on sleeping bags. We did one on um, type of blankets and pillows and stoves and what have you. Okay, but you know, as far as the new stuff coming out, I mean, I, I mean, you can just well, probably go to Cabela's or or Bass Pro and, and pick something and say, "Wow, hey, this is going to be a great topic. We can go ahead and do that." But uh, I mean, there's so many other things about camping that we uh, okay we just so, jump right in and. So I just found out what that thing was called, and this is a piece of gear that everyone. Uh, I think you can use it on RVs. I, I know we use it on our pop-up, but it's called a ball leveler. Oh, ball leveler. Yeah. Have you ever heard of those? Uh, yeah, I think I have heard of them. Yeah, ball leveler. So those are the best things in the world to level out your um, your RV. Basically, it fits underneath one of your tires, whichever tire you need to be going up. And you just jack that up, and it works perfect, and it's it uh, stabilizes a lot. But as far as um, gear is concerned, you know, like I said, I'm a big hiker now and, um, gear is everything when it comes to hiking and stuff. So I'm kind of the, the hiking gear person. And it's funny. Um, so for hikers, like, you know, the thing for Christmas is like, Oh, uh, yeah, I got a pair of socks for Christmas, but like for hikers, socks are the greatest in the world. Right. And so, uh, so I was telling Skip, I was like socks, man, they're, they're the greatest. He's like, uh, yeah, they're just socks. And so I bought, I bought Skip a pair of, um, uh, what were they called? Dan something. Darn, darn tough. Darn, darn tough, tough socks. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. No, I haven't. Okay. So these socks, you buy a pair. I mean, they're kind of expensive, like 15 bucks uh, a pair. You can get them at REI or an outfit or whatever, but you buy these socks. And if you get a hole in them from wearing them out, all you got to do is, uh, mail them back or I think take them back to REI or wherever you got them, they'll give you another pair. You never have to buy a pair of socks again. Really? So if you bought like 10 pairs of Darn Tough and wore them out, you can get a whole new pair. That's amazing. Oh, so, oh, and he he loves them. And so it's just like stuff like that and just like, you know, um, different kind of uh, packs. We talk to people that know even more than I do. We we actually had a guy that, uh, that has a... Um, an outfitter that's uh, in Marion, Virginia, along the uh, Appalachian Trail, and he's like a gear nut. He has this big uh, TikTok page that talks about all kinds of gear and you know uses and stuff, and what's the best this, what's the best this, what is everyone um, using on the AT this year, what kind of bags the best, you know, down or synthetic, you know, it, it's it's gear is everything when it comes to hiking. It is, and it's light. That's the thing we've found that we've had some episodes on hiking and. You know, we've had our Bear Vault has talked a lot about, you know, on the podcast, but they, you know, we had a couple episodes where they came on and talked about lightweight. One of yeah, them was like, I have one of those actually. What's that? The Bear Vault. I have one of those. Oh, you do? Oh, nice. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. Because like, because like hanging the bag and everything, and it's just, that's just a pain in the butt. It's like, I don't even want to bring food because I know I just want to bring like, a, you know, a couple granola bars or whatever. Because I have this weird thing where, like, when I'm hiking or when I'm just busy doing stuff, I just, I'm not hungry. And like I said, I've done a lot of uh, trips with the guy I met to the show, Gary. And we'll be walking and, like, I am never hungry. I'm thirsty, but I'm really never hungry. So it's kind of weird. And I, I can never poop in the woods for some reason. Oh, <laughs> I can't do it. I, I try. I try. So I actually did it once. When we first went on a camping trip, I, I did it one time where, uh, hey, uh, this is what hikers talk about. Hikers talk about poop and food. You've ever been on a hiking podcast? They're going to talk about 
pook or food at one point in time. It's just the way it is. Yeah. But I did it one time and I haven't been able to do it since. So what do you do if you're hiking and you can't poop? No, uh, you, then, you, then you you hang around me, okay? And it, where you go inside your RV and you've got a <laughs> toilet, you got fresh water, um, you got a septic tank. No, <laughs> actually, you know, so I've never been on a uh, trip longer than three days, and okay. we were on this trail. It was called the uh, Foothills Trail, and we were walking along, and you know, it's a very gorgeous, gorgeous trail, and um, you can break off, and there's kind of like a an area where like regular people can park and uh, you know watch the falls or whatever. And there was a bathroom there, and yeah, I was there for like probably yeah, about forty-five. There you go. That's interesting. So, yeah, that's what I do. And like on the AT, on the AT, actually, I I've hiked a little bit on the AT, just not even knowing it really. But like we did a part of this trail. It's called the Bartram Trail, and it intersects with the AT. And when me and uh, Gary uh, were going to start that little section, that was the section that intersects with the AT. And it was the first night that I was at a uh, shelter. I've never been to a shelter before. And shelters have like their own bathrooms and stuff. And I mean, it's not a bathroom. It's just like a, a toilet with, it's just a hole in the ground, really. You can sit though. You can sit on something. Yeah, that's all I need. Because like, I mean, there's so many people that hike the AT. I mean, you have to have something like that because, you know, there'd be crap everywhere. Well, I'll bet you, <laughs> I'll bet you money. I haven't seen this, but I'll bet you money. There's an ultralight uh poops you know stool i'll bet you there's something out there you can put on your pack oh yeah but we'll oh, yeah. we'll find that that'll be our next sponsor <laughs> the poop stool yeah that is a hyper luxury item though but yeah there is one yeah i've seen it <laughs> yeah it's kind of funny that uh, right now you know with daniel and i are, are kind of a world apart when it comes to camping you know because he's more into backpacking now which he at the time he was not you know he bragged about his pop-up for a while just like i did about my primitive gear and and now I'm all about the RV and he, he's about backpacking. Well, yeah, I got my tent and everything. It's just like, well, the thing about it is like Skip is a go get there, relax, zen, you know, whatever. He's in his element. But we're get there, set up. Okay, cool. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. And we're just hard charging. And, and the thing about backpacking is that's pretty much what it is. I mean, sitting around and you know, kicking it is fun and everything. And you do do that, but like 80 to 90% of the time you're going, you're doing, you're, you're looking, you're like, Oh, what is that? You take a picture, you're looking at waterfalls, you're looking at bugs, you're looking at all kinds of stuff. I think when Daniel gets into his retirement years, he's going to probably uh, jump aboard my boat. Right. <laughs> right. Well, the cool thing about it, here's what I find you guys, you probably see, I think that's what you're describing is that it's the same thing with fly fishing or anything. You know, you have this evolution where you start at one place and you do this thing. And then as you go, you evolve. And I found myself doing the same thing where I'm not doing the same things I used to do. Same with the camper. I never would have thought I would have had a camper back in the day because I love the hiking and outdoor and tent stuff. But now that I have it, it's like, well, this it is kind of fun. You know, it's an experience. And and I think everybody here listening probably the same way, right? You never know. Where are you going to be in five years? You might, you know, Skip, you might get rid of your camper and you're, you turn into the tent guy again. All right. Maybe not. I doubt that. I, <laughs> I doubt that because even even though that I have an RV now, the rain still follows me. Mm -hmm. Just about everywhere I go. Yeah. And you know, I'm, not, I'm I'm done with sleeping in a tent because I, you know, I we're, we're here in the south, and I mean the south is, is you get wet down here a lot. Right? You just get bombarded with rainstorms, and it, and I can't do it no more. I just can't. I mean, I doesn't mean I still don't love it. You know, and I, I would love to be able to go out there and do it. But now that I've got an RV and I've had it for a little over a year now, 
I'm just having a great time going out whenever I possibly can. And I take my dog with me. And my whole key thing is I'm going to camp by a lake. Okay. I'm not going to be in a little forest. I've got to be by the lake. And that's just because you want you just the beauty of sitting on a lake. Yep. The beauty, the relaxation. Yeah. All of it. There you go. Well, well, maybe we'll, over time, we'll convince you to throw in a, uh, get you into the fly rod. We'll see if we can see if there's some fish jumping out there and then you can throw some of those on the, on the frying pan. Yeah, that would be a good idea. And I'll tell you, I've got, I've got my griddle with me. So yeah. Awesome. Well, tell me this, Skip. So we got a little bit of a thing going here. I, I, I love the list stuff. So we got a few items going that are great. I love the darn tough socks for sure. What's the item you're in your camper, you've got this 23 foot camper. What is the must have RV other than what, um, you know, what Daniel was saying, anything else you throw out there? Like, cause I would love to hear some tips on RV uh, products I need. Well, the whole thing about buying an RV and, um, and like I says, I knew I wanted a grand design because I'm just, I just fell in love with the transcend. Um, and that wasn't the first time I saw it when I was down there at FDR state park, but what you've got to do is you got to be a careful shopper. First of all, uh, you got to look inside all of the RVs. Uh, there's many brands, many models out there. You got to find out like, you know, first of all, you got to be able to tow this thing. All right. If you don't have the right vehicle to tow it with, then you're just waiting mm. for well, check this out and tell me if this is true, Skip. When we got our camper about six years ago, I went in there and we had this old Honda Pilot. And it was kind of the same thing, Daniel, like your parents. We went in there and we were like, okay, what can we tow with this thing? And the guys were like, hey, this 20-foot, you know, Jayco, no problem. And I don't know. I felt like it was a little overloaded on the Honda Pilot. Do you feel like sometimes the places get you into something you can't handle or is there a way to make sure you get the right one? Well, um, the Ford trucks are very tough. I mean, I've always had a Ford truck. Uh, this one is, um, even with this, uh, vehicle that I have, uh, I've got my RV pretty much packed with everything I need. I mean, it's got some dry goods in there. All I got to do is load stuff in the refrigerator and I'm, I'm good to go throw a bag of clothes in there. But, uh, I mean, I've got stuff in the storage compartment, camping related, all stuff, you know, uh, my, uh, septic hoses and my fresh water hoses, things like that. Um, I'm already, I, I think I'm about maxed out as far as the towing capacity goes, you know, that I can do with this particular truck. But one of the important things to see is when you get inside of an RV and, uh, before you even sign on the dotted line, you got to take some time to sit in there. Okay. And look at the layout. I mean, the layout is very, very important. Uh, you're going to be able to get into this thing with no problem at all. You're going to feel comfortable with the sofa that they have in there. Because some of them are really cheesy, really cheap, you know, and the kitchen setup, everything about the Transcend Explorer to me was just perfectly. It had my name written all over it. And I said, this is going to be the one. Yeah. And I love every minute of it. Every time that I can get out there, it's got a slide on it that, you know, that really opens up the space on the, on the inside of the RV, even on the hottest day, you got pumped that air conditioner. I tell Daniel all the time, I just wonder how I would have reacted if I had this transcend down there at FDR state park, as opposed to the tent. Yeah. I, I would have stayed. I probably would have slept real good with that rain pounding down on the roof of the RV in the middle of the night, but you know, I wouldn't have had any gear ruined or anything like that. I've gotten smart though. I started buying um, weatherproof covers to put over things on the outside. Like I've got a table out there that I've got my griddle on. I've got these portable butane stoves. And uh, they can get wet just like anything. But I went on to Amazon here and I said, look, since I've got rain following me now, I just go ahead and throw this cover on before I, before I even start hearing thunder. 
And then I don't have to worry about it no more. I don't have to worry about any of my gear getting ruined from this point forward. Right. And is the camper, is it your, so like a queen bed up front and it's got bunk beds, all that stuff? No, no bunk beds. It's got a queen size bed. And uh, anybody interested in buying an RV, I can tell you this much. Uh, make sure that you get yourself a mattress topper. Or if you want to go ahead and spend maybe six or $700, you can get an RV mattress. Because uh, just about every manufacturer who uh, puts together an RV is going to put the cheapest mattress in there. And you're going to wake up with back problems if you're not careful. Uh, so even though, even when you get a nice one and they have it, literally there's a bed in there, that's usually a cheap bed. It, you, you just got a mattress. Yeah, that's all it is. A, a foam mattress of some sort. It's not comfortable at all. You've got to pay very careful attention to that. I went ahead and I spent probably close to $100 on the mattress topper that I have. And I sleep better in the RV than I do my own bed at home. Right. Yeah, me too. That's awesome. Okay. Okay. There's a, there's a piece of gear that like, so I think you can maybe kind of use it with the RV, but it's, it's the Swiss army knife of uh, pop-up camping and that's pool noodles. Oh yeah. Pool, pool noodles. noodles are very important because they can act as a gutter system on the top. You can put them under your awning to get the water. Like pool noodles have so many different um, uses and stuff. And also, um, so the latest pop-up we bought, you know, it was a, a used pop-up and they had these, um, they're kind of like, uh, the reflectors. So like one is silver and one is dark and you'd put it over like one of the sides of the pop-up. So like in the heat, it would reflect off. And then in the winter, you would just turn it over and it would keep the heat in and you just put it over like one of the uh, sides of the pop up and that's like a little thing that's kind of cool so the noodles that's a good one so this is good i think we got a few items here i keep going back to the socks because i'm a big sock guy too i feel like i remember this trip we had we hiked into hell's kitchen have you ever have you ever had what are they called in gingies no how do you spell that i in oh yeah well daniel's looking that up i can tell you this those darn tough socks i have had them on inside the RV, I've had them on outside the RV because when I get to a campground, I also have this big patio mat that I roll out. So I don't have to have shoes on when I go out there. I mean, just, I've got my recliner seat. And, yeah, but wow, those darn tough socks, they help make the camping trip. They really do. Okay, so they're spelled I-N-G-I-N-G-I. And they're toe socks, but they're amazing. So you said you were like a uh, camp or a hiker or whatever. And like they have like very, very thin ones that you would put like under your um, darn tough. So blisters are not a thing. So I don't know if you have like uh, your toes rubbing together or whatever, but I have kind of an issue with that. And, you know, it feels kind of weird at first, but once you get used to it, you'll never go back. And gingies and toe socks. Today's episode is sponsored by Token's Fly Shop. Tokens Fly Shop provides superior quality products at a great price. They have also a great YouTube channel that you can check out right now with uh, new flight tying tutorials each week. Tokens also has you covered if you're looking for unique in-house products, and they also support uh, many, many of the great brands out there that you know and trust. It's been fun connecting with Justin and the family uh, over the years now, and it's been really cool, a great local fly shop. Tokens is also offering their flight tying box where they send out materials 
at a regular cadence where you don't even have to think of it. You just open the mailbox and there's your Togans pack. And I recently made an order through Togans and the experience is always perfect. They've got you covered if you ever have questions or need any help, whether that's a YouTube tutorial or connecting with them personally. Since 2005, Togans has been over delivering on customer service and it's time for you to check out uh, Togans Buzz for yourself. You can head over to wetflyswing.com slash Togans right now to check out their diverse selection of products today. You support this podcast by clicking through that link to Togans online. That's Togans, T-O-G-E-N-S. Okay, back to the show. That was the story I was going to mention there was that we did this trip into Hell's Canyon. You know, it's the same thing as this remote canyon. And after the first day, we didn't realize what we were getting into. But, you know, most of us had blisters all over our feet. And one thing I did, oh. I had a new pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, wasn't oh, thinking. God, so I had, do that. No, new pair of boots and weren't broken in. So I was worked in. Then we were out of water in Hell's Canyon. And it was just this nightmare. It turned out to be a fun trip. But yeah, the toe socks. So that's good. Keep your blisters away. That's a huge yep. part of it. Keep your essentially yeah, from rubbing together. Okay, so we're at the side. This is going to be like a, I think, a commercial for REI, which I love REI. So, do you guys have out in your neck of the woods? What's your? What are the outdoor oh, yeah, stores out REIs. there? Yeah, we got REIs, and you know, um, we got mom and pop places around, and like, you know, um, we're not too far from the uh, from the mountains, and you know, they've got a bunch of uh, outfitters along the AT and stuff, and you know that but it's it's mainly uh it's mainly rei i mean we have bass pro and cabela and all that but like as far as hiking is concerned it's pretty much rei sorry yeah so that's the big one out there yeah okay well let's yeah, say, and if, yeah. If guys are metro atlanta you can find just about anything oh yeah you guys are in the yeah it's huge they have outdoor places too they have like mom and pop i think uh blue moon i think is on the east side of atlanta but they have like little individual places too okay this is great well i want to hear a little bit we mentioned this uh or kind of before we got going just on your tech i always love hearing the podcast tech because i want i love helping other people get into it you know more podcasters but talk about that a little bit i know skip you have this radio is that pretty much what we have here like describe how you guys typically record your episodes well it's kind of funny for the past 10 years uh we started in in the corner of a bedroom then we went into a separate bedroom at this residence next to daniel and uh, now since i've moved away from there i've got even a bigger studio so we've moved like three different times but um we've got state-of-the-art gear today i mean (laughs) broadcast quality gear that we use to uh deliver our podcast we have a lighting package you do all right because you guys do video (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we got four cameras here in the studio, and we got uh, you got a lighting package, like we said. You even got on-air lights. I mean, we're first class here. <laughs> right, so people can go, what, to uh, YouTube and actually see you guys? Uh, they, can, they can actually uh, just go to YouTube and in the search engine, put Happy Camper Radio, and you'll see any number of our episodes there. And uh, once you see it, uh, we tell Daniel all the time, look for that little red box right mm-hmm. down here in the corner with a pup tent inside of it. Okay, you click on that and you'll be a subscriber to the show and you can actually see us do the show. Of course, you know, we've been podcasting a lot longer than we have YouTube. So, you know, just about in any one of the major podcast directories, you can find Happy Camper Radio. Yeah, I'm interested in this because the YouTube is a whole nother level. What is the the benefit or what do you guys enjoy about doing having YouTube, the video versus just like we're doing now with just audio? Well, if you're sitting around and you've got nothing to do, uh, you know, that's what you can uh, go on YouTube. I mean, yeah. you, YouTube is one of those things. If you've got a desire to see something like lately, for some reason, 
being the fact that I'm a retired law enforcement officer, I get on YouTube and I look at these car chases and I, I shouldn't do that now. Mm. I, you know, Ben, of course, I like to uh, see what the newest RVs are out there. And, you know, then you could, that's what YouTube is for. And, uh, you know, we, we utilize that platform for Happy Camper Radio. So, you know, if you want to see Daniel and I in the studio, if you've been listening to us for any number of years in the podcast world, you can actually see us do the show. And are you saying that seeing you guys is as interesting as uh, watching a police car chase or close? I think we're a little more no. interesting, Daniel, aren't we? No. no. <laughs> well, it's why you said that, Skip, because I just, the other day, I don't do a lot of the YouTube stuff like that, but I did. I found, somehow it found a car chase and I watched it for probably five minutes. And it was this police officer going like 140, chasing a guy in a whatever car going the same thing, 140, 150, just through traffic. And yeah, it was. And, and I, sh- I actually shouldn't watch that because when you see police chasing somebody and you can see it on their, their camera, that they're going 140 miles an hour. That's scary. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right. You know what I thought was, I was like, you know what? I mean, I know he's a police officer, but it seemed like it was kind of endangering the fact that they're going 140 through traffic in and out of the freeways. It was like, wow, maybe, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like maybe let the guy go. I don't know. Well, you got to consider how fast the perpetrator is going too. He was going just as fast. He was a skilled. He just as fast. And uh, what a lot of people don't realize is, you know, you got to get people like that off the road. Right. Yeah. You can't yeah, let them. That's, that's why today, I mean, they train to do these pit maneuvers and, you know, where they can actually spit them out. Oh, spin them out. Like take. Yeah. Them, I right. mean, I hate it in a way because, you know, I haven't been a law enforcement officer for almost 16 years now, but I would hate to be out in the middle of the highway and be caught up in one of those situations. I really would. Skip, we, we tell them, uh, uh, Skip used to be on judge hatchet too. Judge Hatchett. Uh, uh, I don't know if you ever yeah, watched the Judge Hatchett show. It's, I mean, that's a, it's like one of the Judge Judy shows. Oh, really? Judge Hatchett? No, I don't remember Judge Hatchett. He was on a couple of these scared straight shows. That's it is way amazing. back in the day. It is, it is so <laughs> much fun to watch. I don't know. if Have you put those on to uh, digital yet? No. He gave me a bunch of VHSs one time, and there were like two or three episodes of the Judge Hatchett show, and, you know, you got all these hoodlums. And then you got Skip. He's a big old, you know, he's like, what, 6'3", 6'4", 280 pounds or whatever. And he's got his little uh, sheriff's hat on. And he's like, oh, is this what you want? Is this what you want? <laughs> and he's like, he's got him in there with all the uh, prisoners because he used to work at the uh, in a prison. And it's just so cool to see all the different sides. Yep. There it is. Yeah, that's so cool. All right. So <laughs> so got Judge Hatchet in here now. This is an I don't. I'll have to look up some past episodes of that. But you guys, so you do the YouTube and then maybe just talk about, you know, your show. It sounds like, you know, you're not, I mean, like growth and all that stuff. Do you look at the numbers? Do you see a difference between, you know, do you guys have goals, stuff like that? Or is that something that you're not super focused on? No, I mean, the numbers fluctuate. I really don't pay them too much mind. I can say this much um, for as much as I put into this whole operation uh, between the podcasting, the ideas, the guests and the equipment and everything, I probably could do a little more marketing than I already have. All right. And I, maybe one of these days I'll do that. Yeah. But you know, it's the fun part about what we're doing. That's the whole purpose of happy camper radio. You know, we're doing, we're doing because it's fun. I think the biggest pay for me is just like, uh, relationships with different people, just learning stuff from different people, getting to know people and, you know, Sometimes it turns out that, you know, they become best friends or whatever. And like, that's the biggest pay that I've gotten out of this is just, you know, 
you have this uh, little microphone to the world and you don't know what's going to come back and it's just awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. That's for me too. I love the the relationship. The podcasting is great for that because especially if you do an interview show, you know, and we've created like a travel, you know, program around the country now. So, you know, and we probably will be coming to your neck of the woods as well because we're, I'm trying to put all together right. these trips from all over the best places in North America and. Uh, we're right next to Stone Mountain, so oh, okay. Yeah, I the... never, I never envisioned back in my radio days that there ever would be such a thing as podcasting. Because I mean, we're going back in the early '80s. You never even heard of internet. Uh, computers were just starting to become on the market, and people were wondering, "What are these things? What is a mouse?" You know. Right. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like when I was a little kid, we'd have like these little uh, tape recorders and stuff. And we would just do stuff with that. And that was probably the closest thing to podcasts that there were back then, just playing record on your, uh, on your tape player and, you know, just talking or whatever. And then listening back, you're like, Oh my gosh, is that how I sound? Oh my gosh, that's weird. Right. Because yeah. I remember there's a tape of like, uh, when I was a little kid and I don't know if anyone else has done this, but my parents would like be talking to me and they, they'd want me to say all these things. And, you know, I said it all weird and stuff. <laughs> right. You know, you right. know, one of the things I'm really surprised about, uh, you know, considering and podcasting was already uh, well on its way by the time I jumped on board. Well, what year was that when you jumped on board? Our first show was in 2013. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's when we actually started doing Happy Camper Radio. Uh, I'm really surprised that, you know, being podcasting like it is today, that you didn't have the government coming in and trying to regulate it. You know, back in the days of radio, I mean, even even radio today, as we know, at AM and FM, I mean, they're they're licensed to the FCC. And I'm, I'm really surprised that, you know, the United States government didn't jump in there and say, hey, we want to control this. You want a podcast, you got to get a license through us. Right. Well, you know what's going yeah. on here? And you do have some government stuff out there. But the cool thing about podcasting, you just hit on the head, is that it's independent. You know, there is no control. In fact, there's some movements within uh, Adam Kroll. I mean, there's some huge podcasters out there that are doing stuff to keep it independent because, you know what I mean, like that. But that's why podcast is great is that anybody can do it. There's really, you know, limited regulation on what you can do. And so I think that's the beauty of it, right? I'm not trying to sound like uh, I'm anti-government here. No. You know, Dan- Daniel has me uh, as the Ron Swanson lookalike. I mean, if you ever watched uh, Parks and Recreation, yeah, you see Ron Swanson. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much skip. <laughs> Rod Swatz, right, right, right. Good. Well, did you know there's a, uh, I think there's a podcast for that show too. There's a podcast for every show. Uh, oh, yeah. But, uh, well, let's, uh, there's too many topics here I want to dig into. I, I've been thinking podcasting, obviously, we're on this track. Um, what are some of your, I think maybe Daniel will go to you first because it sounds like you listen to a lot of podcasts. What are your, like right now, if we were to open up your podcasting app, what are the the last five podcasts, you know, you listen to? Um, It, it's cha- it changes. From yeah, I kind of go in waves. I'll sometimes do a lot of uh, um, like information podcasts, like a bunch of uh, um, I can't really name the podcast off the uh, uh, off my tip of my tongue, but it'll be like like there's one uh, you might know what it is, but it's like it's a show that's basically you can't find the answer to this question, and people will call in and they'll ask the question of like, what is this song? by this guy I heard at this place and it goes da 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 or whatever and like they'll research and research and research and they'll they'll actually like find the guy and do the thing and then there's like some tech podcast where um like uh, there was this one I wish I knew the name of these things 
What's your app? What, what do you listen to your podcasts on? What app? Uh, Podcaster. It's uh, it's like nine bucks a month, but it, it takes out all the quiet parts and it'll speed it up when it needs to. And you can cut like the 30 seconds uh, in front. And do you listen to podcasts on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. And you listen to it and it's called Podcaster. Hold on. Let me, let yeah. me go to it. But um, this other one was a tech podcast where like they went after this scammer in India and they actually went over to India and they were like, they found him and like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And he, he like tells his life story and stuff. And it's just, you know, crazy stuff like that. And, you know, I, I like politics. I'm into politics and stuff. And I like to listen to both sides and stuff. And, you know, I, I get pretty worked up about that it's just anything to take my mind off of working and i I don't know if i've told you what i do but i'm a i'm a mailman so it's like um you know anything to take my mind off and actually uh you know i love podcasts and everything but i think the thing that i love more than anything is audiobooks when you get a good audiobook you don't even feel like you're working you are just in that environment and it just flies by and it's it's the greatest thing in the world I, i love audiobooks yeah that's right. And actually, I used to listen to a podcast that was like audiobooks. It was like a week to week audiobook. And it would be like 15, 16 weeks of just little uh, snippets of uh, podcasts. That's good. I'm a big audiobook fan too. I have, uh, I'm currently listening to the, the Noticer, <laughs> the Noticer, which is an interesting book by Andy Andrews. But I think, yeah, that's the cool thing about whether it's audiobooks or podcasts. It's just the on the go, right? You can download it. You can listen to it like you're doing in your, whether you're working or, you know. Overcast, that's what it's called. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, or on say, yeah, that's my favorite app. Yeah, Overcast is yeah. great. Yeah. Overcast, that's what I'm talking Yeah, about. I really love Overcast. Well, here's a podcaster tip. I love Overcast, especially new podcasters that you can download any audio file onto it. So I download our, when our editors. Oh, get, yeah. Well, yeah. And we haven't even talked about like, so. Uh, I, oh, I also listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, which is a lot of fun. Give us a comedy because I love comedy. Give us one comedy podcast on your feed right now. Uh, well, I love Tuesdays with Stories with um, Mark Norman and um, I can't remember the other guy. That's good. We got it. I love a new podcast. I'm always looking for a new podcast, so I'll look that one up. How about you, Skip? Are Joe you List? Yeah, uh, Joe List is the guy. It's Mark Norman and Joe List. And then I listen to another uh, podcast. It's called. We might be drunk, and that's another one with um, uh, Mark Norman, and uh, I can't remember the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> I went to see him at the Tabernacle the other day. But I can't remember oh, nice. his name right now. Yeah. yeah, and and for myself, I mean, I I really I'm not really out there surfing for podcasts um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I'm retired. All right, and I. I Try not to talk about, about that too much in front of Daniel because he still he still got about another 16, 17 years of work 14. to do. Okay. It's, it's down a little bit since we last discussed it. <laughs> no, but um, yep. my time here is uh, outside the studio. I get the show in post-production and uh, we're dealing with YouTube. And I mean, I've got a really elaborate editing software out here just outside the studio. And it's very relaxing to me. I mean, I love to edit it probably one of the best hobbies I could ever have outside of that. I mean, it's, it's myself, my dog, um, my RV, and that's pretty much it. And camping of course. Right. And camping. That's it. No, I think yeah. the, the editing is great. I, I think I did it for a long time until transferring it out, but it, it is a, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy the editing. Good. So we've hit on a little it's bit of Samuel. what's that. Uh, the, we might be drunk is with Mark Norman Samuel. Okay. I felt so bad. I don't remember his name. 
that's another thing about podcasts. It's like your brain goes to mush when you're talking to people. You're like, yeah, this and this. And you're like, you can't even remember your mother's name sometimes. But that's what's great about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really hard with Skip because I try to make it as easy as possible with him. And I try not to stumble or whatever while I'm talking to him because I know he has to do a lot of editing. But like, and I see this with a lot of people. Like, I don't know if you listen to podcasts, but they'll be like, yeah, I was going to the store, you know, the one with the star or, you know, the one with the circle and the other circle. And I'm screaming into my phone. I'm like, Target? How do you not know Target? Right. But it's so weird that like when you're doing this, your brain kind of goes the mush. <laughs> yeah, it is fine. I think like we said, at the start, the conversation is good. And, and I think editing, I have actually, I have another podcast I do in the marketing space and I've interviewed some big names there. One of them was the guy that created podcasting for NPR and back in the day, the first. Oh yeah. yeah. I listened to, I used to, yeah, those were a lot of uh, the ones I listened to. I listened to, I mean, back in the day I listened to a uh, uh, serial. Yeah. That was a big one. And then I listened to this one. It was about this guy in Alabama. He was a, um, S town. I think it was called S town. That was another one. It was about this guy in uh, Alabama. He was like a, they thought it was going to be one thing, but it turned out that they just delved into his whole life. And he was a big watch guy and he was like the greatest watch maker around. And that's a really good podcast as town. It's, it's a, uh, it's, it's a complete thing. And then my, uh, my wife, she listens to probably more podcasts than me. She's a big, uh, Reddit stories person. She loves Reddit stories because we go on road trips all the time. And she, uh, she listens to this other podcast. It's called Too Scared, Didn't Watch. And it's about like people that are interested in horror movies, but they don't want to watch them because they don't want to get nightmares. So like one of the people on the show watches it and they kind of just do a, a breakdown of the whole movie. So the people that don't want to watch it, like listen to her synopsis. So that was pretty good. Yeah, that is awesome. No, I think we'll, we'll be, and we have show notes going. So on the We'll have in the show notes links to everything we're talking about here. And uh, I was trying to f track down that um, that episode. But basically, the guest said on that, I asked him, what is the number one thing to make your podcast better? And at the time, I wasn't doing this as much. But he said, he said, by far, you know, editing, you know, the more time you put into cleaning it up, you know, you're going to make your podcast better, right? I mean, that was like the his one big tip on top of just being very curious about your topic, right? Which it sounds like you guys are. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. With, like kind of like it raw though. I mean, I listen to some podcasts where you know they'll be stumped, like thinking about something for like 10, 15 minutes. But it's just like I just feel like I'm listening in to a, a phone call, and it's just you know, editing is great and everything. It, it's nice, but like when it's like that, it just feels so raw, and you feel like you're so connected to the people. So it's like it depends on what you want. Yeah, yeah. With our equipment here that we have in the in, a, in our edit. studio, I mean, <laughs> we we edit video, Daniel. As far as the audio goes, I mean, it's start to finish. You don't add the audio? I'll say this. <laughs> in the early stages of Happy Camper Radio, yes, I was cutting out a lot of stuff. But uh, Daniel and I have done it so much now, and the equipment that we're using today is more professional than the equipment we back in. It's very, very clean. I don't do any audio editing. None, none whatsoever. I mean, it's just which, which we hear in the studio. That's what you hear out there. Oh, wow. So you don't do audio editing, but why do video editing? Well, because we're doing several different camera angles. When you actually see Daniel and I on the YouTube video, uh, we, we do what's called a double box. Uh, this is going to be Daniel on the left side of the screen, me in the, uh, on the right side. 
then uh, we've got two different cameras aimed at us. So sometimes we switch cameras and yeah, that needs to be edited. Anytime that we have a guest on the show, we do a triple box where we actually have the guest's picture inside the center box because our listeners and our viewers want to be able to relate to who's talking. So we always have a picture of that individual there. So, yeah, I mean, all that stuff, it takes time. It takes editing, um, but it's real clean. I mean, it's, it's something that I'm proud of. I'm, I'm very happy to do. And um, I've got an episode coming up here right now, Daniel, and I'm going to go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. We had Uh-oh. your mother on the phone, on, yep. the, on the show here. Hmm. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And it's, uh, we had, a. I mean, I, you can see where Daniel gets his camping from. Yep. Yeah. Right. Is, like I said, like me and Skip, we're family. I mean, he's come over for Thanksgiving. I've come over to his house for Thanksgiving. I mean, we're, we're pretty much family and like, you know, um, I've known Skip for a long time, but like, uh, you know, so a few years ago, you know, I lost my dad and it's kind of like, you know, I mean, not necessarily, it wasn't supposed to happen, but I've kind of like adopted Skip as my surrogate dad since my other dad was gone. And we just do all kinds of stuff and hang out and, you know, I borrow his tools and he helps us. You know, he helped us, uh, let's see, he helped us install our fridge or our, our microwave, our dishwasher. I mean, anytime we need help with uh, uh, lifting stuff and like if he had, we had to get a um, mattress out of his house and, you know, get it dumped and I helped him do that. And it's just, you, I mean, we're family. I mean, that's really yeah. what it is. And, you know, and what, what Daniel said is very important. I mean, uh, family is everything, you know, and a lot of times, you know, Camping keeps family together. It does. And I, I honestly believe that. But take advantage of any opportunity. You can go camping with your family because things can happen. Things can change at a split second, you know, and the person that uh, that you loved and cared about very dearly is not going to be there. You know, Daniel lost his dad. I lost my wife to stage four cancer back in 2013. My oldest daughter was murdered two years ago. Jeez. And the youngest daughter just can't seem to stay out of jail. So, I mean, you know, but I'm okay. I'm all right. You know, I, I could have it worse. Um, I wouldn't wish what I've been through on anybody. Uh, but, you know, uh, if I didn't have camping, if I didn't have, you know, friends like Daniel, I'd be a basket case. I really would. So, you know, what I'm doing today with Happy Camper Radio, the camping world, uh, my Labrador, who I love, Derry, she's, <laughs> she's laying right here by my feet right now. I mean, I, I, I think I've got the world here. Uh, you know, this, this is what's keeping me going and this is what's keeping me happy. Amazing. I think that's a perfect place to, uh, to wrap this thing up because, uh, yeah, I think it's the family. I think that's the podcasting, you know, that's what people love about it. You said it, Daniel, yourself, you know, it's that listening, being right there next to that person, you know, and, and having basically like a friend. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, I think about people listening right now, we've built this relationship over the last six years and you guys have done the same. So, and hopefully we're doing that the same today with you guys, you know, I want to keep in touch with you. Oh yeah. And stay uh, a touch, you know, moving ahead. But give us a heads up just as we head out of here in the next, say, you know, it's kind of mid 2023. Anything you want to give a shout out in the next six months to a year or so that you got coming? Anything different? Or are you just going to be keep publishing more of the same good stuff? We're just rolling week to week. You know, I'm, I'm hoping to, to get more camping in. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got other property right now. The one Daniel was talking about that he's uh, next to. I'm getting ready to put that on the market for sale. And um, that's taking some time away from my camping right at the particular moment. But uh, after that's gone, I mean, I've got plenty of time to, to get out there and enjoy myself. And uh, the fact that we've got so many episodes that are already 
you know, already in the can here. They're ready to be published. I mean, that's going to give me some time when I need a break to actually go out here and enjoy camping a little bit. And I want to do more, um, more podcasts from the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got the perfect spot. The camper is a great studio. Hey, yeah, we got it, a mobile setup. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, we do. We, we have a mobile unit that we take out, you know, when we go camping that we can actually do a show. In fact, you know, the neat thing about having a grand design RV is now I can get into these rallies because there are grand design rallies all over the country. And I've already got booked for two of them. I've got uh, in 2024, I'll be going to the rally in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and also the ones down in Brunswick, Georgia. So, uh, you know, I'll be out there and I'll be taking the Happy Camper Studio with me. And, you know, the nice thing about the Internet is there are ways that you can stay in touch uh, that, you know, even though I might be able to have Daniel right here with me at the time because he's still a working man, uh, <laughs> would love to be retired. You know, I can get him on the horn and we can go ahead and do our podcast like we were doing it right here in the studio. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's another great thing. Nice. Well, I think that sounds good. We'll send everybody out to uh, Happy Camper Radio, and I guess that's happycamperradio.com, best place so they can check in on everything you guys have going. Yeah, that's it, and you can check out any one of our episodes dating all the way back to 2013. Amazing. Yeah, you guys are at the literally the beginning of, pretty close to the beginning of podcast. I don't remember the exact date, but it was somewhere in there where it, right you got in early, so this is great to hear. All right, guys. Well, I'll leave it on that. And uh, thanks again for all the time today. And we will definitely look forward to keeping in touch with you moving ahead. All right. Sounds good, Dave. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. That is a wrap. You can grab all of the show notes at wetflyswing.com. And please follow us on Instagram and share this episode out with someone you love. Please send me an email, dave at wetflyswing.com, if you have any feedback or want us to put together an episode on this podcast for you check in anytime. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and would love to meet up with you on the water. We have new fly fishing schools going all year long and all around the country. So if you want to connect, let's do it right now. All right, time to get out of here. I hope you have a great evening. I hope you have a great morning or great afternoon wherever in the world you are. And I appreciate you for stopping by and checking out the show today. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. For notes and links from this episode, visit wetflyswing.com.